Welcome back to another episode of Lou Boys SC. I'm Jonathan. I'm Will. And I'm Andrew. And we're going to interview our buddy here from formerly of St. Louis FC, FC, Russell Cicerone. Yeah, yeah, I know. All of our players. So we're we're kind of doing a series here where we've gotten fortune of talking to a lot of these players that are no longer with the club as it dissolved, but they've you know, signed other places, got other things going on. So we've been real fortunate to get to talk to them and hear a bit about their past, about what they remember and kind of what they're thinking as they move on to their next step. Uh, so Russell Cicerone, real dynamic player. I loved watching that guy running up up and down the field, started defending really well also uh, on the left side. And we do apologize for a, a little bit of a dropout in audio that you might hear at times, but we, we think it's still good. So uh, we've kind of had like a lot of stories going along in the USL and there's been a bit of a relationship between St. Louis and Pittsburgh. Uh, was any of that what led you to the Pittsburgh Riverhounds? Um, no, not really. I mean, I just, I, uh, knowing that St. Louis as a club was coming to an end. So I was just put, told my agent to put some feelers out there and I told him I wanted to be on a top team that was going to be competing for a championship. And, you know Pittsburgh is always in the playoffs, always competing late, late in the, late in the, uh, late in the season. So uh, I just told I told my agent that uh, I wanted when I knew that St. Louis was uh, not going to be a team the the following year that uh, I wanted to be on a good team, a team that would be competing late in the year, competing for championships. So we narrowed down our choices, and then it was all about working out the best contract and. Uh, uh, Coach Lilly at Pittsburgh offered a good contract. He, it, it really seemed like he wanted me to be there, and uh, you know it's always good to go to a place where you where you're wanted. Yeah, it, it it always feels nice to have kind of like that urgency of trying to get exactly. you to come, whereas it's not you trying to force yourself mm-hmm. into something. How do you how do you think you'll fit into Lilly's scheme? He seems to be a more defensive minded coach. Yeah, I think uh, the I've talked to him a decent amount during the off season, and um, you know when late in the year we switched to the uh, we switched to a three in the back at St. Louis, and I was ended up playing left wing back a lot. And he says, "I, I know you're really good there and can play there, but I want you to be more of an attacking threat." So he, he sees me playing. If they play a three-five-two, maybe as one of the strikers or underneath the strikers. So he says he knows how versatile I am, but he 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 wants me creating chances and scoring goals and creating for other people. So I think I'll be playing a little bit more of an attacking role rather than the, the wing back role. Yeah. It seems like uh, this past season, you really turned it on defensively. Was that a concerted effort you made or did, was that just kind of the way the games were going? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Steve called me in and he says, our best lineup right now is if you, if you play wing back and, and, uh, so I mean, if that's what the team needed, that's what I was going to do, and I, and it turned out I was really good at it. And uh, the defensive side of the ball, it it was uh, it wasn't too hard for me to adapt to. So I mean, I'm a good one v one defender as it was as it was. So I was able to slide in there and playing that wing back role. I mean, I got the ball a lot, and I had a lot of space to run at defenders and stuff like that. I I think as a wing back, I scored three goals late in the season. So uh, it was a uh, it was a decent move. I think I think I can say I'd take you one v one against anybody. Your your skill set of that is I just phenomenal. That. 
I love watching it. Do do you prefer playing more in that central zone like Pittsburgh might play you, or do you think you are better on like isolating yourself out on the wing type? You know, I've always since being a pro and in college, I've always been a winger, and that's that's what teams try to do is just get me isolated one v one, see if I can draw fouls, get in the box, and and score goals or put in crosses. So I'm 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 very comfortable there, but uh, I mean. Playing as like a as like a number ten or as like a a second striker, I, I think is having that ability to roam a little bit, get on the ball in different locations. I think I'd be good at that as well. And then I think I'm a decent passer of the ball, so playing central, uh, they that requires you to be a little bit more of a passer like that. So I think I don't know. I think I, I think I'll slot in there. I think I'll slot in there nicely, but uh, time will tell. Yeah, that'd be a really cool spot to see you play in. What's your uh, go-to move in one? one v one situations hopefully no one who defends you this year listens <laughs> to this podcast but you you seem to have a really good in cut kind of putting guys on yeah skates. i think uh not so much, i mean I, you know a sit like a step over a scissor is very effective but i think the most effective thing is just uh, a little body fake and then using your speed or using your agility not not even doing that much with the ball you know when it came to this past season, uh, there were times where our offense was just clicking so well, and it was more about connecting the defense to the offense. What do you look for on in players around you? Yeah, I think I think a good passer of the ball is what I think most like coaches and everything is what the, the first thing that they should look for is people who can pick a pass, see a pass, see see the game well, and that's what I like to have around me. They're just uh, just people that have a really good uh, game IQ, game sense, that know know the movement of what players should be doing, where to put the ball, and stuff like that. So I, I'd say that's my the biggest thing I look for is just game sense from players. Um, we kind of had a really interesting time where you were playing, you weren't playing. We've gotten some stories from some of the other STLFC uh, players. What was that like for you? Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Uh, yeah, I mean, are you talking about just like with the, the like the COVID and stuff? Yeah, like with the COVID it having stopped, and not sure when you'd be playing again, starting yeah, the season. That, yeah, it was it was a little bit frustrating. It was definitely weird, but uh, uh, I, we had there was a point in the year where we had so much time off where I just did. I was sitting in my apartment. I didn't know what to do with myself. So, I, I mean, it was it was difficult to to try to keep your mind on it to to make sure that you were going out, working out every day to stay in fit so that whenever the season did start up, you'd be ready to go. So it was definitely weird. It was hard. Some days it was like uh, hard to get motivated to go actually work out because you're like, what, I mean, how long is it going to be till we're playing again? But, uh, you know, I think, I think we're pros for a reason. So everybody had the right mindset on the St. Louis team. So that when time did come to, for everybody to start playing game, it was almost like we didn't skip a beat and we were, we were right back to playing high level soccer. So while it was like this interesting challenge, it also kind of made for interesting opportunities. Were there any ways that you took advantage of some of that time off? Um, I mean, we weren't really allowed to like travel anywhere, so I, I right. didn't do anything like that. But uh, I mean, just uh, it's always it's, sometimes it's nice to just take a step back from soccer and uh, and let your mind relax a little bit because a lot of times the season can be very long can be a, a a journey and uh so to have a little bit of time off to relax to not really do that much was nice and it almost uh 
when the when the when the time came back to when the time to to come back came you were like super ready to go super uh super excited like the 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 fire was relit under you you know what i'm saying right just itching to get back on the field exactly did you spend your time off in st louis like did you have to stay or did you get to go back kind of home and be in an environment where you so were you could like used it, to it? it it depended on guys because a lot of guys had like family and children so they would go home and stuff but i could have asked to go home but i mean it was in michigan was probably one of the most locked down places so uh i just stayed in st louis i had plenty of places to work out and fields to go to and uh and uh we were allowed to go to the the facility and use the weight room and stuff like that. So I had pretty much everything I needed there. Okay. What was your uh, go-to training session for the, the break? Well, uh, I worked out with Guy Bend a lot and we would just, both of us live close to Forest Park. So we just go out, find a field in the park and just do different kind of agility, sprint work, and then a little bit of ball work and, and we call it a day. So just, uh, uh he runs like guy runs like training camps and stuff like that so he's always got drills so i would i would kind of just take a back seat and let him tell me what to do and uh, all his drills are really good stuff and i uh i felt uh my body felt good uh after each training session and then when it was time to start up again i was uh i was fit i was uh i was strong so uh i think uh i think he had some good sessions laid out for us yeah that's a handy thing to have as a teammate right mm-hmm, exactly um Okay, so back to kind of how you've managed things on the field. Uh, we talked about how good you are in a 1v1 matchup. If if you know that there's a mismatch, would you rather switch sides of, of the field to expose a mismatch, or would you rather stay on your side and just have a different role within the attack? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean... Uh... I'm I'm very comfortable playing the right wing or the left wing. Like when Ant was the coach, I played a lot of right wing, so I was there for a lot of the era. But then when it was Steve, I played pretty much always on the left wing. So I mean, I I feel comfortable doing both. Um, for talking about a mismatch, I I don't think uh, I don't think I would go out of my way to switch. I mean, it's all about winning your battles on the field. So if my battle is against the the right back, I'm just gonna find a way to beat him and let the other winger uh have their have their go at uh, the left back or whatever so i don't think i would just i would just switch unless there's a few times where the coaches have said russ we want you going at this guy so like uh i remember we played um in the in the uh uh we played against fc cincinnati in uh the open cup and aunt aunt told me he's like we're not playing you on the left we're playing on the right because we think the, the left side of their defense is a little bit weaker and I actually had a really good game and I was kind of tearing up that side. So he must've saw something that, uh, so I, 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 I leave it more up to the coach than I do to myself is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Would you have preferred Ant or Steve's style? Um, I, uh, Ant was very organized, which was, which was good to have, especially being a little bit younger of a player, learning, learning the game, learning the professional level. So that was nice. But then when Steve coming in, he kind of just gave us like free reign, let us go out and play, which as an attacking player you wanted. But so, I mean, I can't, I couldn't pick between the two of them, but both had their benefits. We kind of had a good blend throughout the season, right? Right. Exactly. One was structured. One was a little bit more creative and open-minded kind of feel. Okay. I I think we kind of saw that in like if you compared last season to this season you could tell 
that the creativity was a little different. It was not as structured. You know, two seasons ago, there was a lot of uh, more defensive played or 1-0 games, whereas you guys came out firing that first game before COVID even hit. And you got, I mean, I'm pretty sure you played well in that game too. And we won what? Yeah, 3-0 we, we against went 3-1 or maybe 4-1. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. 3-1. Okay. Yeah, that was a good game. That was a fun game to play, especially uh, first game of the season for us to come out and play that well. That was really exciting. What did you think about uh, St. Louis FC's team that that made it special? Or I guess did you did you find it was special in some way? Yeah, I think it was just a, a bunch of uh, a really hardworking guys that uh, uh, that not too many like superstars on the team, but just some really really good players that. Uh, we worked really well together. There wasn't, there was never any problems off the field. Just the uh, practices were good. I mean, we were always trying to make make each other better. So it's just, just like get everything kind of aligned that we were able to have that good of a season and go as far as we did. Probably should have gone farther. Hmm. Was, was there anything in particular you think you'll remember most about this past year? Um, I mean. It's just I mean, not any, anything in specific, specific but uh, just uh, we got a lot of friends on team still texting all the guys in the group chat. Nobody's really left the group chat, so we're always talking about things. And uh, it's just a great group of guys. I got along with everybody on the team extremely well. Uh, I'll definitely have some friends for life from that from that group. So uh, that's about the biggest thing that I could point out. Yeah, it felt like the fan base really responded to that as well. Uh, like you could you could see the chemistry in that way. Mm-hmm. Did did you feel like who did you feel like you had the most chemistry definitely with guy on the team? Me and him got along really well. Banter was really good. Uh, our relationship we would we go we would hang out a lot outside of soccer and after practice and stuff like that. And uh, but I mean there, there was a lot of us that would that would do that. I mean, uh, guy had a house, so we would just go over hang hang out at guy's house, watch watch Prem, watch Champions League, and and. Uh, uh, it was just a really good group of guys, but I think me and Guy had the best relationship. Plus, you love a good passer, and that's him, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. He can control a game. He's he's. <laughs> I know he's yeah. had some problems with injuries over his St. Louis career, but uh, seeing him in practice and just his his knowledge of the game. I mean, he's been around for a long time. He's played in high high level in Europe and stuff like that. So you can tell he's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, you definitely talked about game sense. That, that was clear in his play, and just kind of having that vision for putting the ball where your team needs it and the other team doesn't expect it. Exactly. Um, now, when you kind of look back on, on your career or just everything that led up to a career, was there any particular point when you recognized that you had the potential to be a pro or or when you started con- seriously considering it as a career? Yeah. I, when I first committed to college, I went to the University of Buffalo, not that big of a soccer school or anything like that. So, I went in there just saying, like, I wanted to have a good soccer career uh, at college. I didn't really think of, about going pro. But then uh, I, I had a really good freshman season. Akron were the number one team in the nation at the time. And I came out as the – the I was a first-team All-Mac, and I was the newcomer of the year. And with a team that was as powerful as Akron, with with all their guys on the, that team as well that were going pro and stuff like that. Uh, really, I was like, oh, I am a top-level player. Maybe I can make a, a living out of this. And so I say after my freshman season was really when I thought I could make it as a pro. Was that a difficult decision to make? 
No, not really. I mean, my parents are very backing of it. Uh, uh, I had a really good coach at the University of Buffalo that really pushed me to go play professionally, and he really sparked my career. So uh, I had a lot of backing for it. It's kind of tragic. The Their men's soccer program ended shortly after you left, right? I know. I mean, that's two teams now, Buffalo and St. Louis, that are <laughs> gone right after I left. It's, it's like once we've experienced mm-hmm. the best, you know, what they're like, curse. all right, this won't get any better. We're done. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I felt definitely for the UB guys, I felt uh, for the, the underclassmen, because I was a senior, thank God, but uh, uh, the underclassmen, I felt really bad for them. And then obviously you guys, the fans, I feel bad in St. Louis, but on the bright side, you got an MLS team coming, which will be nice, which will be fun. Yeah, I, I think uh, us here, we're personally trying to hold a spot for you for when that comes about. I was just gonna, I was just gonna swing things a little bit and head back to your one v one skill and see who your uh, favorite defender or player to go at. Well, against in I, I we had we had a lot of good defenders on the team, but uh, I remember there was one Instagram post that the St. Louis team put out, and it was uh, it was uh, me running by Brian, and it, it was like completely taken out of context because the need for the attackers to get by the defenders, like they didn't have much of a chance, and like. The, the Instagram was like a story in three parts, and it was me going up against Richie, then me running by him, and him like. But so, all the guys were giving him grief about it in the locker room. But it was a, it was a very biased drill for the attackers. So, but that that I just remember that story it was really funny. So, I mean, Richie's a really good defender, really good guy. So, it was it was nice to give him the business like that a little bit. So that was fun. <laughs> Have a little banter back I'm, and forth. I'm sure that gave him a little. Say that one more time. Oh, he was just saying like uh, it sparked some banter between the two of you in the future, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was funny. I remember it clearly. You're a guy with pretty good hair. We have to say. <laughs> um, who would Who would you say had the best hair on the team? Ooh, let me think about that one now. Uh... You won't hurt any feelings. From the from the from the first year we were there, uh, uh, Matt Boehner always had always came in with, with a good cut and a similar style to me, so I always liked his hair as well. So that's a good answer. Okay. Um. So you played hockey for a bit too, right? Correct. So, yeah, I I played it pretty competitively. My high school was in Michigan. It was a really good high school for hockey. Right. So was that ever like a consideration of of looking towards that as a pro career? Mm-hmm. I had some, uh, I mean, not so much pro career. I had some offers from uh, lower division one and then a few division three colleges, but uh, I was a pretty small in high school. So they would want, they wanted me to go play a couple of years of juniors before, um, before going to play, uh, uh, playing college. So, it, and I had this full ride on the table from UB. So, I mean, it was, it was definitely a difficult decision in our, I mean, it was a difficult decision, but. Are, I think it definitely are there any out. parts of of those that skill set with hockey that have helped you in soccer? Yeah, definitely. Being able to the low center of gravity in hockey, balance that kind of thing, being able to take hits on the shoulder and and keep moving, I think it's a big part of my game. Because as an attacking player, those defenders are always trying to look to put a body on you whenever they can. So if you can you can stay strong, stay on the course. Uh, I think it's very beneficial. Mm. What What is one of your favorite moments in your professional Ooh. career? Um, 
favorite moments in the professional career. I think um, that definitely that Open Cup run where you beat uh, Chicago, Cincinnati, and then went and played Atlanta. I think that was really awesome. Uh, especially going down to in Atlanta, and they put out their strongest possible lineup. That was that was a lot of fun to play against. That with all those fans, that was fun. Have you had a favorite goal you've scored? Um. Uh. Well, in in when I was playing at FC Cincinnati, I scored against Espanol. So I my friends always gave me the business. They're like they always send me like how many goals has Messi scored against Espanol and all <laughs> against Espanol and. And then Russell has won against us, but that was, yeah, that was a really good thing. My parents were at the game, too. Super cool. Oh, that always makes That's it better. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Who, who's better, oh, you I'm or your sister better. at soccer? But she's got all the, bra- she's got all the brains. But, uh, oh, that's the answer. Because she was an academic All-American, right? Okay. Yeah, she was. Yeah. No, she was a really good player, too. But, uh, no, I always dominated her in the backyard and stuff like that. So. <laughs> So your your mom was a bit of an athlete as well. Did that help you or influence you in any way? Yeah, uh, I, I think it did. She was uh, she's a Hall of Famer at the University of Detroit. Uh, she played basketball there. Just uh, she, growing up, she was she was always a good athlete, playing with us in the driveway and in the backyard. And uh, uh, she knew what it took to be good. And uh, uh, she definitely uh, helped my career a lot, um, pushing me to be better. And and uh, uh, she was she, uh, she was definitely hard on me because she knew to the uh, what it took to to make it to a high level like that. But uh, uh, definitely helped me in the long run. And like you said, they supported you, so that kind of lines up well. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's probably nice having somebody that's kind of been through a similar scenario. Have like kind of feel like you have an upper hand when you're going through your your development because you get to kind of see the. The, the paths you shouldn't take or the paths yeah, you should by up through, up through her college, influence. She was, uh, yeah, she was, a, she was a, a goldmine of information on stuff like that. But uh, having, having never played pro, she never knew any, she, she didn't really know anything about using your agent and getting contracts and stuff like that. So it's always for my family, it's be, definitely been a, a, a learning environment uh, being the first pro in the family. So. Yeah. It's not exactly but in, a common experience to have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> But they're enjoying it. They they like the, they kind of like the the grind it is that is the USL of going from contract to contract, and they they like the, they think I'm learning a lot, and so everybody's happy with with what I'm doing. Have they gotten to make it to many games? Um, St. Louis was like a seven and a half hour drive, so not that much. But when I was playing in Cincinnati, they were it was only four hours, so they were there a decent amount. And then Pittsburgh's like four and a half, so they should be there a decent amount. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you say you model your play after the most? You know, he came from a rival club, Eden Hazard at at Chelsea. Mm -hmm. I love the way he played as a winger and ability to to go central, go 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 left on the line, and just just so strong, low center of gravity, can run by guys. I think he is a great player. He's had a little bit of a downturn in his career at Madrid, but he's still a top top player. Yeah, and he he lit it up the last World Cup he was in too. I, yeah, I like that comparison. Appreciate that. Yeah, because he can fire off that. some shots, man. I think he catches people off guard with that. Yeah, he's a good goal scorer mm-hmm. too. Yeah. 
Do you have any like superstitions or pregame rituals uh, that you go no, through? No, not really. I mean, uh, a lot of guys wear headphones in the locker room. I don't really like to do that. I'll just listen to whatever's in the locker room. I like to talk to the guys before the game, not so, not so much be in my own space. But uh, no, 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 like crazy superstitions like like that or anything. So, do you have a pregame meal that like you have for breakfast, um, maybe leading up to it, or? After the game, kind of like, oh, I gotta go bash no, some no, wings. What, what kind of? I don't really have anything like that, but uh, I do. I take uh, like the beet powder, the beetroot powder, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes before warm up. I think that I think that makes me feel good, so it gives me a lot of energy. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board with that. I've, okay. Even yeah. just like the beet drinks, they don't always taste the best, but oh, it tastes terrible. <laughs> If you weren't a pro soccer player, what do you think you'd be doing? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. You know, uh, a lot of guys do other things. And like my my friend Guy on our team was, uh, he does real estate and stuff like that. He's uh, studying to be a psychiatrist as well. I I don't really, uh, uh, I try to keep my main focus on soccer for the time being for as long as possible. So I really don't have an answer for you guys for what I would do if I wasn't a soccer player. Well, it seems like you didn't study the easiest subject while you're at University of Buffalo. Well, I was a, like I was a biomedical science major pretty... major for only like a a year and a, and a semester. Then I I I changed to communication because it was too hard for me. I mean, uh, yeah, that'd be too hard for me too. <laughs> that'd be well. See, I was, <laughs> I was trying to do everything like my sister. You know, she was an American, so she was a biomedical science player. Now she's a neurosurgeon. Oh my. So. Like I said, she got so she got all the brains. So that's why I said I had to be the better soccer. And player. she's your older sister. She's uh, my older sense. sister. Okay. Well, Andrew, what what do we ask everybody? Oh, we got to ask the favorite question. Now you weren't in St. Louis very long, and part of it was COVID. What is one of your um, favorite places? I to like eat food in St. Louis. I like Salt and Smoke, the barbecue place. Oh yes, good uh, call. Mm. I lived right. I lived right in Central West End. Mm. Now the mac and cheese. Good right talk. So I was there a lot, too much. Yeah, we really appreciate your time, man. It was really fun. Anytime you guys want, need a player back on, I'd love to join you. Cool, because we'll definitely be following you in Pittsburgh. Um, that's that's a a team that I can get on board with. Like we've said, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, players moving between Pittsburgh and St. Louis in the past. Um, you definitely made a lot of fans during your time here in St. Louis, and uh, we're going to keep cheering you on yeah. wherever you go. Yeah, it was great. It was. It Can't was great wait to see the next here, game. And I, lo- I loved it there. My girlfriend loved living there. Uh, it ended a little too soon, but uh, it was definitely it was definitely a great experience for me. Well, like we said, twenty twenty three, you'll have to come back when we get an MLS team starting roster. Uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think you can make the starting roster for sure. <laughs> I'd love to. I would love to be back. Awesome. Well, oh, yeah. thank you for your time, Russ. I'm... Appreciate it. Of course, guys. Anytime. All right. Take. Talk to you guys soon. Take care.